podcast in from Houston, Texas. I'm your host, Venus Alamanji, a member of the Racial Geography Project, a research collective that investigates histories of racism and racialization registered in Rice University's land, buildings, and monuments. This is an initiative of the university's task force on slavery, segregation, and racial injustice. This episode, titled A Familiar Pendulum, will spotlight two early Black women athletes at the university. Um, I wanted to learn about these women because um, as a black woman, I'm curious about the experiences of early black women at RISE, be it professors, staff, um, or students. Given that I was researching remotely, I decided to build upon Rebecca Godard's research on black women athletes at RISE. So the early black women athletes at RISE tie a thread between three important events. Uh, the first being the opening of Jones, the first female residential college at Rice in 1957. The second, the enrollment of the first black women undergraduate students at Rice in 1965. And finally, the passing of Title IX in 1972, which prohibited funding discrimination based on sex. Um, following the passing of Title IX, these women were increasingly recruited because, as Godard writes, quote, at a time when Rice faced pressures to increase the number of African-Americans and female athletes on campus, they were doubly useful, end quote. I focus on two women in particular, Regina Tippins, um, class of 1974, and Goya Qualls, class of 1982. These women enriched Rice's community. Regina's activism helped form the Black Student Union, um, and Goya improved student organizations at her residential college. Regina Tippins was the first Black cheerleader at Rice and one of the early Black athletes at Rice in general. Interviewed by uh, Rice's magazine in 2016, she, recounts how, she recounted how she was part of 60 Black students who together established the Black Student Union in 1972, even though, in her words, at first, the university was not that open to the idea. She goes on to say in that interview that uh, they, quote, wanted to be activists and more engaged in what was taking place on campus and tried to understand what we could do to make some changes that would be more positive for black students, end quote. Um, that she played a role in the formation of the BSU is important because, well, the formation of the BSU is crucial to the studying of Rice's racial geography. Unfortunately, I have been unable to find Regina's college. However, she did, you know, she did note that during her time, Black students stuck together and did their own thing separate um, from the rest of the student body, which leads me to wonder whether she was involved in her college. The next woman I'm going to highlight here, Goya Qualls, was the first woman of the women's basketball team to receive a full scholarship, which may have meant that she was singled out in Praise and Prejudice. Praise, I hope, is obvious. Um, she was an amazing basketball player, won multiple Rice Sports Awards, and um, her athletic like exploits were often covered in The Thresher and Prejudice because, in her own words, quote, 
you say to someone, oh, you're going to rise. That's great. That's great. And then you'll say, I got an athletic scholarship. It's almost like your academics are wiped away. All they see is that that's why you got in, because you're an athlete, not because you're smart. And even today, if athletic comes up, it's like, oh, now I see how you got in. End quote. I think the sentiment, unfortunately, resonates even today amongst black student athletes. Um, and even black students in general, because of the poisonous notion that we got here by policy, not merit. Um, unlike Regina, Goya was involved in her college. Brown, for instance, she served as an OWIG advisor. She was also a member of the Honor Council. And I'm curious to know what, you know, what changed, right? What were the conditions that motivated her to be involved in her college um, six years after black students reported, by and large, you know, choosing to stick together. The sort of pendulum between Regina and Goya continues to exist today in black students' participation in their colleges. And so I think much will be learned from interviewing both of them, which I look forward to doing. Put the good book down. Put the good book down. Put it down and up. Put it down and up. Put it down and I'll set you free. Thank you for listening to the Rice University Racial Geography Podcast. New episodes are coming soon. Thank you to the scholars and researchers that have been helping us with our work. We are grateful for support from the Rice University Humanities Research Center and the University's Race and Anti-Racism Research Fund. To find out more about the project, you can go to our Instagram at Racial Geography Project. This is an original podcast series made by the Racial Geography Project, a research collaborative led by Fabiola Lopez-Duran and Adrian Rooney. It features New Freedom Remix, an original sound composition and performance by Lisa E. Harris.